0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Welcome to Wealthy Sisters Radio, the show that promotes positive people. Tune in live on Mondays at 12 noon Eastern, or listen live and 24 seven at www.wealthysistersradio.com. We know you will be inspired, empowered, and informed by the incredible women featured. And now it's showtime. Ladies and gentlemen, our host, entrepreneur, author, speaker, Deborah Hardin.
0: Well,
2: hello, hello, and a welcome to Wealthy Sisters Radio, sponsored by Wealthy Sisters Media Group. You can certainly visit us for all your branding and publishing needs at wealthysistersmedia.com. Wealthy Sisters Radio is where we proudly promote positive people, and our purpose is twofold. First, we have to make sure we provide that inspiration and encouragement and practical knowledge to you, our dynamic listener. So so that you can apply it right now to your business and life and have that positive impact. Secondly, we must provide that platform to edify, promote, acknowledge, and say thank you to the sisters for doing big things. I'm Deborah Hartnett, your host, broadcasting live on the Worldwide Blog Talk Network, and today is Monday. It's another great Monday. Looking out of our wonderful window here, it's a, it's a snowy, icy, Scene is so pretty, and we're excited that it is Monday, December 9th, 2013, our banner year. This year has gone by like a bolt of lightning. I don't know if I'm the only one that feels that way, but I tell you, where is all this time going? And I know it's not because I'm getting older, right? It's because we're all getting better. So, you know, we are here every week at the same time. That's right, Mondays at 12 noon Eastern. So, thank you so much for spreading the word. If you like this show, Please tell everybody about it. If you feel like you're getting the rich information, great information that you need to help uh, improve your business and your life or what have you, go ahead and share the good news about it. And we thank you for doing that. We get so many messages every week from each of you from sh- taking the time to let us know how our show is having a great impact on your life. So we appreciate you for doing that. Well, I tell you, as I mentioned before, we're in the countdown. Yes, we are. There's so much that we all want to to get do get done rather before this year is over with and and i just got a question what are you doing right now what are your plans right now to maximize your profits for the year end you know as as i would say in another life i'd be a a, a vocalist or a songstress and and i think of the lovely song from dion war you know you remember that song okay i'm dating myself right well you remember that she says do you know where you're going to do you like the things that life is showing you. I think those are the words. But hey, that's a great, great subject for our show today because do you know where you're going to? Do you know where your business is headed? Do you have an idea? I mean, I think about... That saying from Lewis Carroll's Alice in Wonderland, you know, that's often paraphrased, is if you don't know where you're going, any road will take you there, and we can certainly apply that to the business world. That's why it is imperative for us to have an idea of the direction, and today's show is all about Helping you develop that roadmap, helping you develop that idea. That's right. We're going to be talking about your business plan. And our very special guest today. I'm so excited to have her on the show. She is an expert. She's a Sherry Darden. She's a Kansas City native and is a pioneering force in the evolving entrepreneur, ever evolving, shall we say, entrepreneurial revolution. With over 15 years of experience as a certified small business coach, she brings common sense thinking and applications on the most technical yet necessary topics to start up taxes, business, and like I said, startup as well, business planning. So we're gonna have her on our show today. I can't wait to bring her on. She travels all across the country speaking. and a matter of fact, she's down in Dallas, just got back in and all that weather. So we're so excited to have her on the show today. So you know what you've got to do right now. I need for you to call everybody. I know some of you guys here in the Mid-Atlantic are at home. You may not be at work today. If you want to call them, tell them, Facebook, tweet them, tell them the Dow right now, 347-838-9278. 347-838-9278 so they can tune into the show. Or if you have to go early or have to come back in, don't worry about it. You miss a piece of it, you miss a segment or just a fraction. You can get this show and all of our other great shows at WealthySistersRadio.com. That's S-I-S-T-A-S WealthySistersRadio.com. And remember to follow us on Facebook. Go ahead right now. Go to our fan page at Facebook. Like us there on Wealthy Sisters or find us there on Twitter. You can stay in contact with, with us there and you can download our show and all the other shows at iTunes. iTunes, that's right. We're there for free. So we appreciate you for helping us and supporting us and tuning in to our show every week. So we won't keep our dynamic guest, Miss Sherry Darden, from you much longer. We will take a short break and come right back with the dynamic Sherry Darden. You are tuned in to Wealthy Sisters Radio. Thank you so much for listening to us today.
1: Would you like to reach quality professionals? Expose your product and services to thousands on a monthly basis? Advertise with the Wealthy Sisters Media Group. Our packages include both on-air and website banner placements. Call our offices today at 1-800-917-9435, extension 803. Or visit our website at
3: www.wealthysisters.com to begin building your brand today. Ladies, are you tired of searching for Mr. Rice and need help tracking the man code? Do you really want to know what he thinks about dating, love, and romance? Are you wondering if the one you are with will ever fall in love with you? Then you need the Code Cracker, Jay Neville, relationship expert and life coach. Visit jaynevels.com. That's J-N-E-V-E-L-S dot com. Yes, we are live
2: here on Wealthy. Radio. is another great Monday, a beautiful day here in the nation's capital, celebrating life day. We are so excited to talk about this topic today. this planned day. That's right. We know how How to write that business plan, and our very special guest is known as the Business Plan Lady. I want to give another warm welcome to Sherry Darden. Are you there?
4: I am. I am. Good Monday morning.
2: And hello, Sherry. Thank you so much for joining us here on Wealthy Sisters Radio today.
4: It is absolutely my pleasure. The pleasure is all mine today.
2: Yes, indeed. Well, we know that you have been a guest here before on our show, and I tell you that was one of the top-rated shows. This is a hot topic about writing business plans. So if you don't mind, even though, like you said in, in, in your, your bio there, it's technical, it can be tedious, and it may not be as sexy as our, our guest, LaFerne <laughs> Beatty, always says about business, it's not always sexy, but you have to do it. But, you know, it, Tell us how did you actually get involved in this whole arena of small business consulting and small business coaching and helping those business owners with business plans.
4: Well, let me tell you, it's it's uh, it's ordered steps by God. And mm. what I mean by that is it's uh there was a friend of mine that had a Now post Sherry, on paper. let me let me ask
2: yes. you this, Sherry. We're having a little problem hearing you. Are you on your handset or on the speaker?
4: I am on my handset. I am on my okay. handset. Is that okay. any better? Is that better? Okay,
2: that's much better. That's much better. Okay. Thank you. We I'll don't want anyone to sure miss this great information. So go <laughs> ahead,
4: please. Great, great. Yeah, I just was saying it, it's, it's God's ordered steps. I had a friend of mine post something on Facebook the other day, and she's really good at She'll put out a statement. She says, fill in the blank. And it said I never, and then it says blank. And I filled it in and say never say never again. And the reason why I say that are, are both of my parents were educators. Um, and, of course, I said, I will never teach. I will never teach. And, of course, I'm, I've been eating my words now for the past 12 years.
0: And so, <laughs> and,
4: yes. And, and so let's basically just in, in short form here, how I got started. Uh, back in 2001, I attended an entrepreneur uh, workshop. It was called mm-hmm. the Entrepreneur Expo here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And I was trying to get my small business up and going and trying to take it to the next level. And at that time, I was doing bookkeeping and taxes. And I attended a workshop, and Small Business Development Center was very impressed about me coming into the workshop uh, promptly on time, sitting mm-hmm. up front and actually taking notes and please converse back and forth, back and forth. And that's actually how I got started and with doing live training and consulting. Prior to that, back in 1999, um, I was hired by a city college of Chicago, Wilbur Wright City College, to write three classes and teach them online. And this was back in the day, of the only online learning we really knew about was Phoenix, University of Phoenix. So we're talking the basic of let me write something, send you a text, send you emails, you know, with tests back and forth. So that's how I got started with that, and I got the bug. And and the first time I received an email – from an admin that said, thank you so much. You just demystified financial statements to me.
0: Mm. Not
4: only do I know how to read financial statements, but now I've got more responsibilities from my boss, and I got a raise. And, again, dating myself here. You were talking about dating yourself at the intro here. That was back in the dial-up days. You're welcome. You've got mail. (laughs) And so I found myself opening up dialing up and listening to the welcome you've got mail about six times when I got that email and wow. I then called my mom and I said I got it I now I know why you do what you do and so mm-hmm. I love empowering people you know they say knowledge is power and, and that's true but it's what you do with that knowledge and that's that the right knowledge gives you,
2: knowledge. that's right it
4: gives you the yeah it gives you the confidence to go out and do it
0: mm-hmm. and so that's
4: what I like to take pride in the not-so-fun stuff or what they may think is intimidating really isn't. It's not rocket science. If, if thousands of other people are doing it, you can do it too. And so I just kind right. of try to, to, you know, put a little bridge over those two gaps. So that journey over into maybe the unknown or something that's more technical, uh, that journey, if you will, is a little more safe and a little more self-assured.
2: Right, right, and I love the fact that you use that term demystify because it can be intimidating to uh, any business owner, and and especially if that that person knows that hey, I have my MBA, I'm very smart, uh, you know, I've done extremely well in my career, and now I have to write this business plan, and there there's. So much information out there um, on the Internet, and I know today, that's why we talked about our, our topics today being, you know, writing that business plan, that winning business plan in today's environment, because as you mentioned, it's, it's ever-evolving, and so much that's happening, you know. How what what would be the first thing that you would say to our listeners uh, as as far as demystifying it and and giving them that sense of comfort that they really can write the business plan and and why they need to write a business plan or shall I say yeah. we you know because we <laughs> all have to continue to do that and rewrite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Right,
4: absolutely. Well, let me just say I, I always come from a place of when I do business coaching and I do business counseling and I do workshops and all day, and even keynote speaking is I come from a place not of judgment, but I come mm-hmm. from a place of been there, done that, got that T-shirt. Let me just save you some, some, some time and effort. So mm-hmm. I was actually in business four years before I did a business plan. And mm-hmm. here is the mistake that I made. And I still have something what I call my box of shame. Okay. And it was the mistakes that I made. it's the mistakes that I made along the way. If I had done a business plan, I would not have wasted this time, money, and effort. And the reason why I want to do a business plan is, and I didn't do one because my mindset was, when I first started my business back in 1999, the time is, I didn't need money from a bank, therefore I don't need a business plan. A lot mm-hmm. of times people look at business plan equals funding. Well, you're going to fund it one way or the other, out of, out right. of your pocket or out of Chase or Comerica or Bank of America or, you know what I mean? So you're mm-hmm. going to be funding it some type of way. And so that business plan helps you not make those mistakes. Mm-hmm. I call every day is what we call a shiny moment. And we get distracted. Oh. You know, we, we get temporarily enthusiastic about something or, you know, we've got Aunt Sally or Uncle Jed in our head who says, no, baby, this is the way that you should do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so that business plan and let me just even put it in military terms, that business plan is your military tactic plan.
0: Okay. This okay. is what
4: you're going to do. If you're going to do this, then do this. Now, if that doesn't work, then now we've got plan B intact. Because a lot of times we, we, we trip up or life happens and we go, oh, my God, what are we going to do? Let me go get in the bed and, and gather my thoughts, and then I'll come up with another plan. Well, your mm-hmm. competitors already had that that Plan B intact, and they've already they're already six miles ahead of you. Mm. So
0: we know now, can you we give us an
2: example, business. like a tangible example of 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 something that was in your shame box of shame that you did that you, you would did, not have done if you had a business plan? Well, you, you got about two hours, but I'll tell you this. <laughs> Here, here, here are the top No, that's my story.
4: <laughs> you got a week. Let's get some coffee. We'll, we'll, we'll talk. We can talk. Um, I would say my my biggest my biggest mistake was branding.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: I would do what was. How do I put it? What was cheap? Okay. What was very expensive. I did what was cheap but very expensive, i.e. Back in the day, Vista Print was the pioneer of being able to do on-demand printing. And, of course, when they were trying to get their name out, things were free. So I would find something that maybe looked financial. Maybe it had some dollar bills or something on there. Then they would come up with something cute, you know, or what I thought was more attractive, and I would change. And here's the thing. When I do networking, and this is one of the things that I always emphasize with small business owners, know your brand. Mm
0: -hmm. When... Mm -hmm.
4: We've got kids. We, we've all had kids, nieces, nephews, godchildren, whatever. We drive down the street, and before they can talk, they know how to mm-hmm. get excited and point at the McDonald's sign.
0: Mm-hmm. They may not be able to
4: pronounce it, but they know what McDonald's is. Uh, mm-hmm. my, oldest, my oldest niece, this is when um, The Prince of Egypt came out, the cartoon movie The Prince of Egypt yeah she didn't know what the name of it was, but when we were driving down, and I think it was either McDonald's had a deal with them or maybe it was Blockbuster, and she she pointed, she screamed, there's Moses. Now, she, <laughs> she didn't know the name of it,
0: you know, and it
4: was sweet when she did. I was like, Moses, who's Moses? And she would look at the Prince of Egypt because it was about Moses. But right. my, my point is, it was the branding. She knew the face. She knew everything. So think about the brand. So even if you're a small business, I was watching um, – I go to the Potter's House uh, with Bishop Jake, and he's got mm-hmm. a new talk show um, mm-hmm. on BET, and he was interviewing Steve Harvey.
0: Mm-hmm. Steve
4: Harvey talked about when he started his career, he walked out of corporate America and started his business as a comedian. He just went down to the, um, went down to, I think he talked about like the Office Depot or something where they were talking about, you know, you can get business cards in 24 hours. He mm-hmm. said he simply created a business card name telephone number and it said comedian he didn't know what his brand was going to be but it was at Mm -hmm. least something simple so even if you don't know what your logo is going to be what your colors are going to be start simple so that you don't confuse your audience Mm -hmm. i've got stacks and stacks of business cards where i've met people like you know you look familiar i'm looking at the business card you look familiar but i don't recognize the business card it's because mm. I've met them probably three times within a year, and I've got three different kinds of business Three cards. different
2: cars. So, right. And I am yes, so glad ma'am. that you brought that up because, you know, at Wealthy Sisters we um, also focus on branding, and we actually yes. uh, help with that. And, you know, it's, it's so important, even when you talk, to people about that because there are a lot of platforms out here that they can build their website and
0: mm-hmm. and
2: uh, like you said they can get the business cards and things of that nature and it's and 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 that That whole identity is a it's a major conflict because you don't know you know it's it's more too than just having the business card it's you've got to have as we had uh one of our experts on uh, talking about inbound marketing you've got to be able to have that conversion when they go to your website, so you are exactly yes. right on that i could I could see that uh being a a major concern
4: yes yes and. And I am usually not, not a judgmental person, but I tell you, one of the things that gets in my Achilles heel, and, again, you're talking about the box of shame,
0: mm-hmm.
4: it is so easy for us. If we're going to spend 10 maybe $15, maybe even $20, depending on where you get your domain name,
0: mm-hmm. make
4: sure that your email address matches your domain name.
2: Right, exactly. I, I, I'm,
4: I'm working with a woman who has got the most extraordinary, extraordinary apparel one-of-a-kind. She makes sure when you walk into her shop, she's only going to have maybe two or three of those. So Mm -hmm. She's going after the target market and that's something else we'll talk about is where do you want to place yourself in the industry? Her Mm -hmm. target market is if you go into her shop, you're not going to see yourself down the street. Mm -hmm. You're not going to walk down the street and see someone else wearing that same outfit. Mm -hmm. However, I mean, she's got a wonderful website. I actually referred her to a young lady who she's got a phenomenal website now that you can buy things online you could not before. But she's got a Yahoo address. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that, mm-hmm. That, that confuses people where, you know, you're telling me you're one of a kind, you're couture in whatever you're doing, whether it's a service or a product, yet mm-hmm. you've got Hotmail, you've got Yahoo, you've got Gmail. It, Gmail, it, mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
4: You won't find that. You won't find that at Nordstrom's. You, fi- you won't even find that at Walmart. You know, if you're going to be talking to someone at Walmart, it's going to say Jane Doe at Walmart.com. Make Mm -hmm. it easy. Again, it's about branding, and make it easy for your customers to be able to get in touch with you. You know, Mm -hmm. we've got too much competition out there that if they can't reach you, even though they want you, they'll give up. And Mm say, well, you know what, it's just easier for me just to go down the street of somebody I can easily find. So those are the two things that I will say that that were my box of shame is you know, my business cards were different. My branding was different, and then how people found me was different. Well, yeah, it was mm-hmm. Yahoo six months ago.
2: Now it's Gmail this month.
0: Mm-hmm. We want to make
2: sure it's... Mm-hmm. consistency. I love that. I me, love that. Now, yes, when, when, what are some of the fundamentals in in writing a good business plan? Are there are they uh, are there categories? In, in, is it divided up? And I know back in the day, you know, it, it was expected to be extremely long. I've I've heard now that uh, if you turn something in <laughs> like yesteryear, you won't get any yeah. attention. Maybe you could tell me, you know, more about that. Uh, what are the, what are um, the new rules with writing business plans?
4: Here, here's what I say. In in the the ten years that I worked with the Small Business Development Center is it needs to be as long as it takes to get your vision and your point across
0: mm-hmm. with backup. And that's mm-hmm. the key
4: thing with backup. It's not mm-hmm. just enough to say, well, here's my vision, okay, but how are you going to get there? You know, it's mm-hmm. like you said, not, I think any, any um, influential speaker We'll always incorporate, because I remember my pastor saying that if you don't know where you're going, any road will get you there.
0: He's certainly mm-hmm. not the
4: first person to say that, but he was the first person that said it to me, and it resonated.
0: Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I say that
4: to say it depends. If you're talking about, I mean, I've, I've worked with a client who created a product, and because of the type of product that he created, and it basically is a wrap for your car. So, mm-hmm. if, you know, if you're going into inclement weather, tail damage, you know, it, it protects uh, your car. It's, kind of a, it's a kind of a shell for your car. Now, okay. because of the, the technicality, he had to go and get a university and do testing and all of that good stuff. His business plan was probably about 400 pages. Okay. And that's the be extreme because there was research and development attached to that. I have also seen valid uh, business plans that are about 10 pages.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So,
4: again, it depends on what it is. So here's what I'm going to say about a, about a at least a basic business plan. That business plan should say, who am I, again, being the business, and you should always write your business plan in third person. Okay. Not me, I. The business has a name.
0: The mm-hmm. business is
4: its own person. So it's going to be X, Y, Z. So it's who am I, you know, as far as the business. What is it that I do? What is it that the business does? Now, once you determine what the business does, and that's usually the, the kind of the stepping stone there, you really shouldn't go any further mm-hmm. until you determine what your business does.
0: Mm-hmm. The next
4: thing you want to answer is, what's your so what factor? And here's what I mean, so what? You're going to open up a restaurant, so what?
0: Mm-hmm.
4: You're going to start a, a, a business coaching business, so what? Because there's a person down the street doing the exact same thing. And so mm-hmm. that so what? Why should I come to you as opposed to the person down the street?
2: Okay, okay.
4: So again, just kind of recapping: Who am I? What do I do? What is my so what factor? And then a good rule of play, Deborah, is is where do you want to be in three years? Okay. Where do you want to be in three years? A lot of times, I will have clients that will say, Well, here's my five year business plan. If you want to do that, that's great. I will just say our, our world is so dynamic these days. Is
0: we right. really don't know
4: what we're going to be doing in five years, but that's fine. You want to project that. But three right. years is a, is a good point. I will even tell you banks want to say, now, we're not even looking 10 years out. What are you going, what are we, Where are we going to be in three years? Where do you right. want your business to be in three years?
0: Mm-hmm. Now,
4: mm-hmm. once you can answer those four questions, the rest of that business plan will fall into place. Because where do you want to be in three years? And then the rest is going to say, how are you going to get there?
0: Mm-hmm. How are you
4: going to get there with the money that you spend? How are you going to market? Who's going to be your customer? All that good stuff. So mm-hmm. the, the the skeleton is going to be those things in the business plan. Who am I? What do I do? What is my so-what factor? And where do I see my business in three years? And then you can mm-hmm. back into it. I always say it's easier to back into things than it is mm-hmm. to go forward.
0: Because if you know go where forward, you're going, right. Like,
4: yes, ma'am, then then we can say, if you want to go to Puerto Rico, now we know our game plan as to what flights you need to take.
0: Mm -hmm. If you want to
4: go to Italy, that's where you want to go, then we can talk about the flights, the plans, the dates, the time, the cost, all of that good stuff to get there. So, again, I like to put it, demystify it, if you will, on that.
2: Right, right, and I love that. And and you talked about um, having a backup plan, having several, um, I guess, yeah. backup plans within the business plan. I, so if, we, if we're if we using that analogy of if I want to go to Puerto Rico, then that would be uh, I can take this flight with this airline at this time, mm-hmm. or I can take mm-hmm. this flight. If that one is, is, is sold out, then I can take this yes. flight at that time. I mean, is that what you're referring to?
4: Yes, ma'am. I mean, because just mm-hmm. try, trying to get home,
2: trying to get home from California,
4: mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, trying to get now, back to the weather.
2: What, Is there a rule of thumb of how many alternative plans, shall we say, or different facets of the plan that you should have within that business plan?
4: Yeah. You don't want to do what what sometimes I suffer from because this will promote inaction. And you don't okay. want to do what I call over-analysis paralysis. So you don't want to come yeah. up with maybe 15 different plans. You know, we need to get, we need to get that business started already. So we don't necessarily right. want to take 10 years talking about what if, what if, what if. We don't know if it's going to happen. I always say a rule of thumb, two, or if you can, do three. And here's what I mean by that. Especially when we start talking about our target market, who's our customer base? But sometimes we may be a little far off. We may be off as to who we think are. So mm-hmm. we want to look at and say, well, if this doesn't work, we were trying to go after, let's say, um, Fortune 500 companies. Well, if the Fortune mm-hmm. 500 companies are not biting, then maybe we need to go into our Fortune 1000 companies. Or maybe mm-hmm. now we need to go to individuals instead of corporations. So who's mm-hmm. our customer going to be? So if that one customer doesn't quite bite, then you maybe need to have another plan. Maybe that plan A and B can do your pricing. Maybe mm-hmm. your pricing isn't attractive to your customers because it's it's just too much. Maybe they have sticker shock. So mm-hmm. maybe you still offer that same product or service, but maybe modified. Maybe a scaled down mm-hmm. version. Maybe you have mm-hmm. a trial version. Instead of a full-blown, let's, let's be in, in, in a relationship for a whole year. So sometimes people are, are commitment-phobic these days. Right. They want to figure out how they can maybe get a little, what I call a pink spoon maybe. And mm-hmm. so We all know that pink spoon is Baskin and Robbins, and that's how right. Baskin and Robbins began to sell. Well, I can't commit you to three scoops of ice cream you've never tasted, so maybe here's a little taste. Then I can get you maybe to commit to, a quart of each instead of two scoops of each. Does mm-hmm. that makes sense? So I'm still selling mm-hmm. ice, and maybe the capacity or maybe the packaging that I'm selling is a little different. So if that doesn't work, then we don't necessarily have to go back and regroup and say, well, let me figure out what else I can sell to you, and then I'll call you back. Because mm-hmm. by that time, that person's already changed their mind and maybe gone to someone else who can give them different options.
0: Okay. So that's kind okay.
4: of a way to kind of look at the plan A and plan B.
2: Okay, wow, I tell you, if you have just tuned in, you're listening to Wealthy Sisters Radio. Our very special guest today is the business plan lady, Miss Sherry Darden, all the way out of Dallas, Texas. We're going to take a short break, and Sherry, when we come back, I would love to um, offer uh, some of our callers, our lines are packed out here if they have any questions or those okay. who are tuned in the chat room, would you be able to uh, take a couple questions today?
4: Absolutely, we'd be happy to, happy
2: to. Wonderful, wonderful. So if you're dialed in, if you're in the chat room, you can dial 347 838 And if you're already on the line, go ahead and press 1, or if you just dialed in, press 1 so that we know that you have a question in queue there. And if you're in the chat room, you can definitely post your question there, and we'll do our best to get it to Sherry before the time is over. I tell you, this time is going by so fast. But- <laughs> <laughs> but we'll be right back with Sherry Darden, the business plan lady. And, again, you're tuned in to Wealthy Sisters Radio. We thank you so much for joining us today. And stay tuned. We'll be right back after this short break. Queen Anita Empire Online features luxurious African handmade
3: healthy skin and body care products. From enhancing all-natural soap, hair growth stimulating shampoos, to delicious healthy drinks, great for arthritis, we have an extensive inventory of more than 450 items to begin your natural journey to wellness. Visit
2: QueenAnitaEmpireInc.com. That's QueenAnitaEmpireInc.com. Remember, QueenAnitaEmpireInc.com.
3: Does your home or office decor need a resurrection? Is there a special room of yours that says blah, blah, blah and is lacking inspiration? Then you need creative ways and solutions. We help you create feel-good spaces that are functional and beautiful at the same time. We are here to cater to you with an environmental and spiritually conscious flair. Both in person and virtual interior design services are available. Visit us online at creativeways.com, spell with a K, or call 888-280-8318 for a complimentary consultation. We create spaces that inspire you.
2: Yes, we are live here on Wealthy Success Radio. Thank you so much for joining us today. I tell you, it is a wonderful day. It is a great time to be in business. This is, I mean, if you think about all of the technology that we have right here at our fingertips, we definitely can get in it. It's so a time to navigate and There's a process every day. everything. And our very special guest knows all about that process helping us get that roadmap together. The business landlady is who she's affectionately called, Miss Sherry Darden. Are you still there with us, Sherry? I'm
4: still here, not going anywhere.
2: <laughs> All right. I love it. I love it. Well, we've been talking about the components that uh need to go into a business plan. Uh, um, you know, how who, it should say, as you said, who am I? You know, what is it that I do? Or what does the business do? Because you said we should always write in third person. Uh, So our so what factor? I mean, what's Setting us apart from all the rest, you know there's so much competition out there what What are we going to do differently, and why would people want to come and shop with us and and also you said uh, it, our plan should be a, a projection of three years, not so much as that five years, because things are changing so much, so much, and how are we going to get there, and how are we going to market as well so when we look at all of those. You know, I I think about uh, a lot of times when you mentioned at the beginning of the show how you were in business four years uh, before you actually did a business plan. All of us, including myself, can totally relate to that. (laughs) Those callers who are on the phone right now, you know, or our listeners who just tuned in, maybe they've just downloaded it uh, from iTunes or WealthySistersRadio.com. But what would you say to them who are already in business, and perhaps they've written a business plan, Maybe they've forgotten the business plan. Maybe they don't even really refer to it anymore, or they haven't had a business plan. What should a person do that's already in motion and, and needing to develop some type of roadmap?
4: Well, if they've already done a business plan um, and it's on the shelf, which uh, they're not alone. Sometimes we mm-hmm. think that a business plan is something we write. Okay, it looks good. Let's put it on the shelf. Mm -hmm. that uh, business plan should be dynamic. It is something that should be reviewed on a regular basis. And Mm -hmm. I always say it's a good rule of thumb to look at it twice a year. Now, I'm not saying that you have to take six weeks out of your time every six months, but it is something you should take a look at and go, am I on course? Am I not on course? What did Mm -hmm. I learn from it? Because a lot of times what we do, and I say we, like you said, I always like to make sure I include myself. Um, Sometimes I have to... Sometimes I have to eat my own cooking, <laughs> right. you know, when I, where I'm dishing it out to other people is we have to make sure we, we have to stop doing the insane thing. We all know mm-hmm. about what the definition of insanity is, doing the same thing, expecting different right. results. Mm-hmm. So we mm-hmm. have to take a look at it and say, okay, here's where I thought my business was going to be every six months. On course? Am I not on course? You know, because mm-hmm. if I'm on course, because, you know, the, the whole uh, saying, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right. Then great, I'm, a, I'm on course. But if it didn't, let's let's take a minute. Let's take a minute and look at what's not working because if we continue to do what's not working, we're gonna lose ground and we're gonna to continue to lose money.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, I, and- I would Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Uh-huh. go ahead. I'll come back to it. Go I, ahead. I, I, I counsel people all
4: the time, and, and they just have it in their head, but this is how I want it to work. You know, it's kind of like a relationship. Yeah, but I, I want this person to love me. If they're not going to love you, they're not going to love you. If they don't want it, they don't want it. And right. so the best thing we can always say, because we're in a relationship with our customers, is you give them what they want, not what you want them to want. That's right. what makes a, a successful business. You may not like what you give them, But if you're in business to make money, you have to give the customer what they like and not try and say, no, that's not what you want. This is what you want. You can Absolutely, I love the fact that you adult.
2: brought that up. I love that because yes. we can get married to that. We can get married yeah. to that idea. Um, we used to say this all the time in a business, um, one of our distributorships, and and it was a product that was not a, a, a good tasting product, or shall I say, you know, but it was very <laughs> good for you. It did a uh-huh. lot of great things, and you know, some people would say, "Oh, wow, they like it," but you know, you think about you. I would you think of the analogy um, where I'm from in Atlanta in that area all the uh, most of the Dara queens there you know were franchised and the franchise mm-hmm. owners were were beginning to change uh, there were people from india you know that were owning mm-hmm. the franchises and, and a lot of um our 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 you know, friends from India may be practicing uh, Hindu or that or will call for them not to eat dairy or ice cream right. or beef. Right. But they certainly sold you that ice cream cone. Or they certainly <laughs> sold you you know, that hamburger patty. You you understand? Absolutely, so you, you know think, well, that
4: someone's like I don't yeah. that
2: stuff. But they would sell
4: to you. Yeah, absolutely.
2: And right, Absolutely. so, it, it, you know, and then another analogy where you need to think about, you know, hey, the Perina dog child, do you think the owners taste the dog food themselves? No, I don't think so. So, you know, it's, it's all about what you said about your, your who is your customer and what your customer wants uh, as well. I, I love that. Another thing I wanted to ask you about is um, you talked about being on course. Um, mm-hmm. and And looking at that business plan sometimes when you 're not on course of course that 's what we 're going to always look at and see what what am I doing wrong you know what what can I do differently if if i 'm not doing anything wrong, what can I do better? But what about when you 're in business and everything is popping? Oh that money is coming in you know I think about um yesterday, I saw Howard Schultz on oprah um winfrey's uh Super Soul Sunday and, you mm-hmm. know, the CEO of Starbucks, and he talked about, you know, was very candid about how everything was growing and booming and, and everything and how, you know, at that time he began to see a shift. So what do you say to those business owners that, that are moving and selling and the money is coming in and everything is hopping? What do you say to them as far as their plan? Is there something in the plan to help make sure they level out and not crash and burn like a lot of businesses do sometimes?
4: Well, I'm going to go back and, and beat, this, beat this live horse, not dead horse. I'm going to say mm-hmm, live horse. Mm-hmm. Great. You know, uh, you know, Godspeed on things being great and popping and, and mm-hmm. you know, standing room only. And, you know, I'm, I'm booked six weeks out because people love me. But that's mm-hmm. only for today. Right. That's going to be only for today because tomorrow, you know, remember Janet Jackson, whatever you done for me lately.
0: You know, Mm -hmm. that was yesterday.
4: Mm -hmm. So we need to be looking forward about the new trends because things change immediately. You know, I travel all the time, all the time. And Mm -hmm. um, sometimes I can be so disconnected sometimes as to what's happening. And I already knew Blockbuster was in trouble. But I Mm -hmm. happened to come in one day and I had to drop some stuff off at FedEx in my neighborhood and as I, on the corner was a Blockbuster, and you know, of course they had their little sign that says everything must go. Well, so they're mm-hmm. closing.
0: Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm.
4: Blockbuster's a perfect example. They were the trailblazer of you know renting. You know at that point in time it was VHS tapes and then DVDs, right. and because right. they kind of um, kind of rested on their laurels of them being the trailblazer. They weren't right. willing to change. They were not willing to change. And when Netflix began to come in and this whole thing of, you know, streaming online and, and, and not Red necessarily and having all of that. to get, right. oh, my God, oh, my God, you know, <laughs> yeah. and just they didn't change fast enough. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. they began to kind of scramble to try and keep up, and it was mm-hmm. just too late. Too late. So my, my, yes. Yeah, so my suggestion is it's great that things are going great, but plan for change because change is inevitable.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So you
4: want to be looking at
2: what's. Say going that to again, next Sherry. Thing. Please say that again because <laughs> I don't think we get that enough. I know no. I didn't. I'm just no. telling you, I didn't. We're not taught that. You just, you know, no. I don't. You have this idea that it's going to just woo, but no, you got a no. plan change. for change. change. I, I love the change way you put happens. it that way. We not don't, we don't boom, have we don't prepared. Yeah. No.
4: Right. No, it's not a gloom or doom kind of thing, and it's actually kind of exciting. But you know, you want to be one of those. You don't necessarily have to be the pioneering. Because people think they have to be the first. You don't necessarily right. have to be the first, but you got to be in the running. You. I mean, you got to be in the running, and you have to be able to to accept that. You know, the one thing that I always say is everything's going paperless, and
0: mm-hmm. people used to
4: laugh at me about that. But you know, mm-hmm. when the IRS is on the bandwagon about things being paperless, you know, and, yes. you know, they're pretty, you know, the government's usually behind on whole paperwork and technology kind of thing, but when they're telling you change is coming, you better yes. be ready for that. You know, everything is going to be virtual. They were doing, uh, it was on the news last night here in the DFW area, that a lot of data storage, which is government, is actually starting to buy real estate in the Dallas area because it's affordable. We have our own electrical grid system, so things being up. And they were like, well, why is it growing? It's like, well, well look at the trends. Everything is yeah. iCloud. Everything is in the cloud. Nobody yeah. is storing anything, um, you know, on their hard drives or, you know, even thumb drives and that kind of thing. So change is coming. What is your business doing to make sure that you can do
2: cloud? Oh, yeah. I mean, I just heard about, about, uh, is it Amazon? I think it's Amazon that that is now entering the space here in government contracting and offering some of that cloud space. You know, they've just whooped right by. They snuck right by all the big boys who've been in that arena, and they've just been awarded um, this contract to do that, you know, and who better to Then Amazon, who's been in that that industry for so long now, yeah that is that Absolutely. is that is so true,
4: yeah, so you know, just to like I said, you know to be on course, change is coming, you know and mm-hmm. i i use traveling' because that's what I do all the time is mm-hmm. you know you you have to be ready for plan when we talk about the plan D, you know, I've been on airplanes where we've had to divert, mhm,
0: or so we've mm-hmm. had to
4: have a holding pattern, did you plan for that holding pattern? Sometimes mm-hmm. they do, sometimes they don't. Sometimes they will plan for it and they have enough gas to be able to do that holding pattern so that they can ultimately end where they want. Mm-hmm. When they didn't plan then when they didn't plan for that diversion, we end up having to land at another airport and get gas. So right. where we thought we were gonna land in Dallas, now we've got to go to Oklahoma City. You know, right. and land. Because we didn't plan for that holding pattern. And it cost them money because now that's overtime for their employees. So let me just put it in small business terms. When you don't plan, now do you have to now run to a different vendor at the last minute who's going to charge you twice as much. Now it eats up your profit margin
0: because we right. are in
4: business. We are in business to make money. So again, plan for those what-ifs. Have backup vendors. When we talk about the plan B, have backup mm-hmm. vendors. Don't rely on one source for your ingredients for your business. Have mm-hmm. a backup.
0: Mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. not,
4: it's going to cost you an arm and a leg. And probably you're going to have to reach into your pocket in order to satisfy that customer and getting them their, their uh, product or service. And then, mm-hmm. therefore, your profit is now all eaten up. So, yes, it was good for a while, like things are popping in, that kind of thing. Well, it may be because you've got a really cheap vendor, but what if that cheap vendor goes out of business? Or what if the right. weather? You know, we're having, we're having catastrophes ad nauseum at this point in time. And having that one vendor... And if they can't supply it, then totally be the difference between your business surviving and, and it closing its doors. We want to plan right. for those things. hmm
2: hmm 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 so true, so true. And you were you were talking about. I know I, I just get so excited um, from this information. <laughs> we were talking about you know what should a business owner that's already uh, in business and been in business like we mentioned ourselves several years or what have you and mm-hmm. never wrote a business plan or realize you know things are changing and perhaps they need to do right. What are some other things that they need to do to to implement or to write that plan? Um. Look where you are.
4: Mm
0: -hmm.
4: Look where you want to go. Are there any changes? And here's what I mean by this. Um, Mm -hmm. I always, um, in my workshop, in my coaching, my counseling, I always say today, if someone were to ask you where you were in your industry, and I'm just going to use this as an example, where are you in your industry? Are you a Walmart, Macy's, and Nordstrom's?
2: okay. Okay. And be
4: okay with that. And be okay with that. Usually when I ask that question, people always want to say, I want to be Nordstrom. Well, I mean, right. you know, Nordstrom's is okay, but it's not for everyone.
2: Right. Walmart <laughs> and is, is at a, the top a, of the fortune a, list, the, stone, the, the family.
4: <laughs> listen, you know, when everybody else is closed and you hear the cricket, it's Walmart. You know, it's yeah. Walmart that's got its doors open. But And, again, it's, it's neither here nor there. It's, it's not a right or wrong. It's, again, right. where do you want to be? So going back in the branding. So this is a good time. You know what? It's, we're, we're ending out our year.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Brand new year is a good time to make changes if you need to. So if you don't <laughs> like where you are or you want to change that strategy, let the new year be that whole new branding and that whole new direction as to where you want to take your business. So, again, if you don't have a business plan and you know where you are, this is a good time to start and say, okay, in three years I want to take my business. I used to be a Walmart, but now I want to be a Nordstrom. Or you know what, I, and, and I, I would say this is if you want to be a Nordstrom, you've got to have the money for it because now you're talking about your, uh, and I don't mean it in a bad way, now you're talking about a high-maintenance customer.
0: Mm-hmm. And sometimes mm-hmm. we don't want
4: to have that high-maintenance customer. We want, we want to get in, get out, and move on until the next to the next customer, mm-hmm. which is what Walmart does. And so, you mm-hmm. know what, I want to maybe take it down a notch. So it's looking at it's going to be a little easier for you because now you have history.
0: Mm-hmm. Where have
4: mm-hmm. I been? Let's go back and look at the history. So even if you don't know where to start, go back and look at your books. Go back and look at your checking account.
0: Mm-hmm. Look at where the
4: money's been flowing in, where it's been flowing out to get that business plan started. So sometimes it's shocking. Sometimes we don't realize how much money we've spent on things, because we're so busy just being in the moment. And you may go back and look and go and say, I just spent 70% of my money on marketing. That's insane. And what I mean by marketing is look at the network marketing events. I mean, it's great to go and have luncheons and, you know, have some some good chicken salad and have some great iced tea and kind of live, you know, kind of chat. But you want to look and say, I just spent, $50 $50 each month on this one particular network marketing. Then you go back and tie my sales to that.
2: Mm-hmm. Did it really net me anything? Did it net right. me anything? Mm-hmm. And if it,
4: again, that's talking about that business plan going, okay, I need to check that off. It doesn't mean I, don't, I never need to go to that network marketing event, but instead mm-hmm. of going every month, maybe it's now once a quarter, so I can take that other money and maybe go in and maybe do some keyword optimization.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, maybe
4: mm-hmm. use that money to go back and update my website. So, again, this is all right. part of the business plan as to where do I now need to shift my stance, if you will. That's another right, way right. of looking and, at it. And
2: when you were talking about network marketing, you were referring to not not the MLM industry per se, but you're talking about a networking event, you know, Correct. that, that Cause someone writes. Yes. Because I'm marketing,
4: right. <laughs> yes. I'm mm-hmm. marketing myself at, at this, you know, I don't, I'm not going to name any names because I don't want people to say, well, you said something wrong with that. No. Whatever, right. that, whatever that marketing event is, whether it's a right. like breakfast panel or breakfast and lunch, in. Breakfasts right. and, lunch <laughs> and learns or maybe it's <laughs> even a uh, convention, you know, that kind of <laughs> thing. What did it – yes, what did it – <laughs> so that's networking and you're marketing <laughs> yourself because you're handing <laughs> out business cards, you're meeting people, you're trying to create right. relationships and that, and that kind of thing. So, right, yeah, just right. take a look at, you know, what learn what worked and what has not worked. And that's what I want to say. You're already in business. Maybe you have or have not done a business plan. Whether you have or not, whether you're going to revise what you've got, what worked and what didn't. Mm-hmm. And be honest and, about and, it. Not because you I'm like glad it, you said what
2: said that. worked and what didn't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you said that, too, um, about what's working and what's not working, i Speak to a little bit, as well as how long a person should give something to work. You know, not to not to eliminate that whole process because I know often I speak with people and and <laughs> I, I have to do my my best at this point after twenty five years of business not to laugh when someone is been in business maybe a year, and they say, well, I've been doing this for six months, and I haven't made, you know, I just want to say, wow, you know, it's not, I don't know where you thought, but we all thought that, but it's not, um, it's not always feasible, you know, unless you hit the lottery on, on some things, but. um Right. You know, there's right. a process that you have to allow things to to build in your pipeline and allow your name and especially when you're referring to marketing or advertising. Because you know, often people think they they run a commercial or they they put a, a ad up or you, like you said, you put your website up and you you don't have any search engine optimization. You haven't had any of that done, so you're expecting people to, you know, just jump on board like that. And it's it's a process to that.
4: Yeah, we all have that fantasy of the minute we we publish our website. This was probably about 11 years ago. There was a Super Bowl commercial where they didn't say who it was, and it was all about, it was, I think it was uh, UPS that was uh, mm-hmm. advertising. But you could tell mm-hmm. it was a small company, and it was like five or six people, and they hit publish on their website.
0: Mm-hmm. And they looked
4: at each other, and nothing was happening.
0: Nothing was <laughs> happening.
4: Looking at each other. Then all of a sudden, they get the first bang, and they're excited. Right. And then it begins to roll exponentially. And it was kind of like it went from oh, nobody's there till everybody's standing in line. It was kind of like that. Oh shoot! You know now yes. what do we do about the capacity of that? And we're kind of right. in an instant instant oatmeal. You know, we're in a microwave society where we want to see things happen yesterday. Right. So here's what I'm gonna here's what I'm gonna say about how long should we give it. I can't tell you that, and here's mm-hmm. the reason why. It all depends on the marketing technique.
0: Mm-hmm. If we're talking
4: about direct mail,
0: mm-hmm.
4: statistically, old school was you had someone had to see something an average of six to seven times, and I want people to hear me very clearly. It would yes. take an average of six to seven times before a customer would respond not buy but respond it may take them right. to a letter or something before they would go to your site one we've got so much clutter we've got competition right. someone right. like me who travels all the time you never know, I'm check that. the mail I, i'm <laughs> well I'm, a, I'm i hate to say this because I, I pay all my bills online but as far mm-hmm. as going through physical mail i'm about <laughs> six weeks or eight weeks behind
0: yeah of absolutely. Stuff up. and
4: so things may have already expired so mm-hmm. we've got too much competition, so we have to look at whatever our technique is. And this is all part of market research, which is part of your business plan. The different techniques take different amounts of time. You know, we mm-hmm. talk, you know, people will say, well, if you just do a free webinar, you're going to get all of this business. Well, you know what? It might have been at a bad time for me. I couldn't make that webinar. I might have been stuck right. in traffic. I might have been, you know, stuck on an airplane in a holding pattern. So we know that I'm just going to say on average, probably whatever technique you're going to do, it's going to take about five or six times for someone to, to act. So we're going to have to be patient. So unless, like you said, unless we win the lottery on a particular technique, it is going to take time. So part of that, that business plan is how much time and how much money can I afford? So if you've got that that fantasy of, I'm going to spend maybe $5,000 and get my business started with the expectation that I'm going to get that $5,000 back in the next 20 or or 30 days. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm I'm not going to lie to you and give you that pie in the sky. So you really, again, have to look at what your technique is. So I'm going to say at least whatever your life cycle is or whatever your marketing cycle, you're going to have to do it maybe six or seven times because we've got fly-by-night businesses, and it's very easy to put up something false you know, on a website. So people are a little leery as to where they're going to spend their money, especially if you're asking them for 500 a 600 $1,000. They need to know that you're going to be there tomorrow
0: mm-hmm.
4: if they've got questions on that. So part of it is about, you know, just consistency. You know, you, you were there yesterday. Are you going to be here tomorrow? Are you going to be here next week
0: <laughs>
4: on that? So I can't give you definite, but it is about, you know, just, just repeating and again, about that consistency and building that brand that I'm going to be here tomorrow. So it's going yes, to
2: take a time. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> it's absolutely. To take a time. Yes, yes, indeed, yes indeed. Wow, I tell you, if you just tuned in, we're we're just about to wrap up with our very special guest. The business plan lady Sherry Darden Out of Dallas, Texas I tell you But if you've missed The first half of this show Don't worry about it You can download this show And all our other great shows At Wealthy Sisters S-I-S-T-A-S dot com. <laughs> you can find us on Facebook And Twitter Under Wealthy Sisters And guess what We're on iTunes as well You can download the, the show Right there on your smart devices Now um, Sherry before we end here, I know there's, there's a, a lot that you offer as well. Um, I want to talk about that, uh, that MBA product that you have. And then um, can you just kind of share just maybe one or two things that uh, we can do as business owners to maximize our profits before the year ends?
4: Okay, uh, first and foremost, what you can do to maximize your profits, and you know my, my background is tax and accounting, so I would be remiss if I didn't talk numbers here real quick to you. Uh, right. The best thing that you can do to maximize your profit, maximize your company, is offer some year-end specials. Offer people incentives, maybe at a discount price, if they go ahead and purchase from you in advance. They may mm-hmm. not need your product or service until maybe January or February. But that's a great way to offer um, cash flow. Offer your certificate to whatever you're offering. Um, That's an influx of cash as well. (laughs) Excuse me. On the flip side is maximize your expenses. If you're trying to reduce your tax liability, go ahead and determine what you need for at least your first quarter 2014. So if you need inkjet cartridges, you need laser, uh, laser um, colors you know, for your, your uh, printer, um, mm-hmm. if you need a new printer, if you need a new computer, go ahead and buy those supplies now in the month of December. Therefore, that is an expense for 2013 to mm-hmm. lower your tax liability. I have clients all the time, and we'll say, okay, here's where you are. Here, if you can, let's go out and buy some computers, some, some fax, you know, fax machines, whatever that they can do, or again, go ahead and pay for some services in advance to mm-hmm. increase their expenses on books, therefore lower their tax liability for 2013. Because I will mm-hmm. tell you, one, once January 1 comes, there's very little you can do, if anything, you can do about maximizing um, your tax write-off for the previous year, because it's usually kind of a live thing that they want to do. So those are going to be mm-hmm. the two things. You know, offer some type of incentive to increase some cash flow. If you need cash flow, discounts, gift certificates, you know, purchase in advance, that kind of thing to your customers. And then on the flip side, go out and buy things that you need, not just buy things, just for the heck of it. Because so that's <laughs> <Right. a difference.
0: laughs> so the There's a difference. Unless you, you want to so buy something. <laughs> and, yeah,
4: yeah. <laughs> on that, buy right. things that are a business expense that you truly need. Um, obviously using your business in advance to go ahead and maximize that profitability. And what I would like to offer, again, just kind of helping out here, is the MBA program, and what I call the MBA program isn't in your traditional university uh, sense. It's called multiple business accounts, multiple bank accounts, if you want, either multiple business accounts or multiple bank accounts. And that's what we want for our businesses. We want multiple bank accounts for our business so that we can be cash rich. So what's in there is approximately 300 pages, Deborah, of everything you need wow. to do to start and operate your business. So it talks about starting your business. There's a section for starting your business. Even if you started your business, you may have missed some points. Go back and make sure that you, you've dotted all your eyes across your keys. There is a section in there for writing a business plan. There is a section in there for business access. There is a section in there for market research, researching your market. For your customers, how to find the trends. And a lot of my web, the the sources that I have in there for them to do research is free. So Mm -hmm. once they invest into the book, I'm not asking them to go out and spend a lot of money on doing other things. And so there's lots and lots. There's about eight different sections in there. So it's about 300 pages. It's a nice, big, huge three-ring binder that I send them.
2: And go ahead and we're running out of time here. Go ahead and give them the um, information, the website as well. The website what you, get you can
4: to go find it either way, my name, Sherry dot com or the dot com. And I'm gonna invest in their business. You purchase it, I'm gonna refund you your shipping and handling, and I'm gonna give you ten thousand not ten thousand ten dollars in January to invest in your business. So Go ahead and spend some money, and then it, it will pay itself back. That's the whole great business. So SherryDarden.com. Oh, right. That's awesome. awesome. The so they can go to lady. Sherry,
2: S-H-E-R-R-Y-D-A-R-D, like Debra, correct?
4: Yes, that is correct. Or
2: TheBusinessPlanLady.com. Dot, com? dot com.
4: Yes, ma'am. All yes, right. Awesome.
2: Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Sherry, for joining us today, and we certainly want to thank all of our listeners. We see you, the lines are packed out, the chat room, for joining us on Wealthy Sisters Radio today. Want to just say, everybody continue to stay safe out there. Uh, only go when you need to go. Take your time <laughs> as well. We want to see you here next week when we have another dynamic guest for you, and as always, we wish you and yours the best of everything great. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll See you next week. Happy holidays.
1: This has been another episode of Wealthy Sisters Radio. Thank you for joining us. Stay tuned for another positively impacting show next week. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Wealthy Sisters and on the web at WealthySistersRadio.com. The opinions of our guests do not necessarily reflect the opinions of our hosts, staff, or partners of our Wealthy Sisters Radio.